Can I say we'll give it up? Matthew Thornton, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, man. Uh, you have the distinct honor, uh, privilege, of being on this uh, well-respected and thoroughly enjoyed globally oh, thank you. podcast. You're a multiple visitor. I think we did a couple of album breakdowns. Yes, yeah, we did. Did we do two of them? We did Wildflowers and we did The Bends. Bends. And though we will do very, probably a lot fewer guitar noises with our mouths. I don't know. We don't know. Let's not put ourselves in a cage. That's true. Right out of the bat. But you were the first guest. I was. I was. This is April 20th. 2021 so we're a year into the pandemic yeah we've we did the live stream thing you did it at your crib i did it in my crib yes sometimes you gave me the idea i didn't all right well ben thompson my buddy in portland gave me the idea and this is like seconds after everything shut down you did i think you did one two days in Oh. Two or three days in, third day maybe. I don't know. You did it right away, and I remember coming over here after I had uh, gotten a job at uh, how do you say in English the uh, did you get a job? Do- the door the, the delivery Postmates. What? I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do, man. I lost all my money like in two days, 100 percent of my income. Yeah. So then I got a thing at Postmates and. I was driving around for about two and a half hours. I did one delivery <laughs> and then I came over here and started drinking with you and you were like, man, I just did a live stream. I was like, yep, that's what I'm that's doing. What doing. I've yeah. never turned on the app again. <laughs> I, turned it on, <laughs> I turned it on one time for that one day for about two and a half hours and I I made like six bucks yeah. or something like that. People didn't tip. Right. Uh, they didn't recognize the gig economy at that moment, right? I mean, not like they do now. I mean, I don't know. The, it was a really nice house too. I was like, oh, they should. They're gonna. They're you know, but it was right. Panda in, Express. It was pandemic, so nobody. It was like leave it and go. <laughs> don't look. And I was like, that's great for me because I'm yeah. very famous. I know. And you don't want to be famous doing this, like, right? They're gonna be like dropping off food. The like, guy what? Who Vinyl Station, right? I go open for Rob Thomas. I go, yeah, but you know. um, I never heard of COVID. Here's, I ate some of your burrito. Sorry. It was delicious though. (laughs) I tell you, I'll take 10% off. Um, that, so I got over my pride a little bit. Yeah. I I didn't went through the thing, got the card, did all the stuff. Talk about a, talk about a pride check. Oh, but by April 21, like we've kind of been through, like we've been through it. Oh yeah. yeah, The the heavy. We had done, I had, by then I had done probably, hundreds of yeah. live streams i and, stopped at 100 i was like yeah. i can't do this anymore this i mean it was fine for what it was at the at the time yeah kept the you brain were good working. at it too you were good at I it i wasn't good as shit i just i was like i have a guitar i have an iphone no but you you were able to i, I saw some people struggling with this which is you because i think you were pulling from some of your house concert experience yeah some of the like your now your your shows involve storytelling, not being super awkward, not being. My problem was, is I had never done any of that. I only play songs. I never, I never talk. I never had to like. Cause a lot of it was like that Mitch Hedberg joke. Did we talk about this last time? I don't know. 
I didn't. Li- it's I, been long enough. He I goes. Listen to it. I, he goes. I. Uh, <laughs> I should, I should, I should have listened, listened to it too. Yeah. Listened to it. We're like, oh, we're just repeating a bunch of stuff. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. No, but he said, um, I got really good at writing jokes, and then they said, okay, cool, can you write a TV show? Oh yeah, you. And he said me. that would be like me being uh, a really good chef my whole life, and I got really good at making food. And then they were like, that's cool, can you farm? Right. And for me, that was like, okay, I got really good at playing songs and playing and singing together at the same time, which is, you know. Not it's complicated. Hard. It's not hard. But, oh. um, and then at some point it was like, okay, can you be an interesting broadcaster with no writing staff and an iPhone huh. and be fun and interesting for an hour and a half or an hour and 15 minutes or whatever every day. And, uh, you have no takes, there's no editing, it's huh. live. So be good at that. And I was like, Okay, right. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. Right, but you were always good at it. You always made it seem smooth. You would check the comments. You would tell a story about the song. You play the song. You get in I and mean, out, and it, it was a, never like, "Uh, is it on? I can't tell. Maybe." Uh, and then right. forty seconds of silence where you were looking something up on your iPad. Like right. that was not your thing. And luckily, I kind of got good at it pretty quickly. I think yeah, within I, a couple of shows, it was like. I found my stuff and then, you know. Well, and it's it's like anything else. It, well, it's it's like just playing music at, at whatever, you know, bar. You get accustomed to what that looks and feels like. And once you put a new bar, you have to do the same thing. You, you, know, you, you know, just for sake of comparison. Like the Montauk, playing brunch at the Montauk is not the same approach as playing at the MIM. They require different skills. Yep. There is overlapping in those skills, but they're very different things. And yes. what we were required to do is to apply, you know, get out of our little comfort zone, get out of our definitely, you know, what, whatever the, the, the normal, <laughs> the normal concept of performing live music assumes that there is a live audience. So now what we get to do, we had what we had to do was perform like we were in a room with other people mm-hmm. and yet we weren't. So now you just had to shift your mind a little bit and yes, you're focused on the iPhone that's recording you, but you're also paying attention to the laptop which is scrolling the comments and interacting with that. It was it was a it was like a demented it was like a I don't even know how to describe it. It was it was like a it was an upside down world version of what we know. Right. Mm. So it wasn't that much of a stretch. But it sucked. Right. Well I I liked it because well I, for some reason I had a lot of very supportive people yeah you had a whole but what was was interesting though was i mean i did too but you had a thing i really did after a week or two maybe two or three weeks i don't know i i really did feel like they were in the room with me (sighs) Mm -hmm. each one like in a a very strange way it was um just seeing the the comments people were diehards they would see everything you know and there were people that kind of came and went but there Mm -hmm. were a bunch that were there every time and um I really feel like we got to know them. Like we've met some of them. Yeah. Some of, some of them have been over for dinner. We've had all people, the way from Australia. We've had people that, uh, Gary, Gary. Yeah. We, ha- we, but we like my wife, um, my wife will go and visit 
yeah. a few of them when she does her road trips. And yeah. it's a cool thing. It's like a... It's, you know, if you can imagine, I, I don't think that the that the the viewership would be the same necessarily, but can you imagine if, you know, April 21, you, I think you were still doing the live streams? I was, I was like, I'm out. And I was like, August of 2020, I was like, I'm out. I did, but you um, kept it up for like a long time. I did. I ended up doing, I think, 238 of them. But I I would just do them every day that I didn't have a gig. Right. So when the and gigs the gig started to come back, back right. I would do them like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then right. work Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or whatever. So right. I would just fill them in. And then at some point, I got, I'm still, I still need to go do a couple of them just to, just to say hello to everybody and yeah but um i get i got so um not burned out on it but like my voice i mm -hmm. i needed days off so mm -hmm. i started to take a you know a few days off here and there and so you know getting to the point where it was one day off a week and that was the mm -hmm. only time i could do it i would be like i need to rest and right right so but ever since then um my voice has been fine so I I do need to start doing them, like maybe once a month or something, I just mean, to keep it up, just to keep that, yeah, that thing going. Because there's I miss a lot of those people. It's yeah. crazy yeah. to like think they were just on the other end of a phone. But I I it was like a cool community. It was interesting. I wonder if it would make sense to like make it an event, like one time a month, mm -hmm. you, and you promote it on your whatever on your sites, and and it's a time to tune in. And to and to do that thing because you know early on I, I was impressed like you had this you had this and we don't have to talk about the live streaming shit because we're you're in the middle of finishing a record and that's really what I want to talk about but okay it, I did I you know just you know seeing the data that first podcast and understanding kind of where we were mentally right, and physically right. and what we were doing it's just bringing back all these memories but what I loved about about your pot not your podcast your live stream was it it just immediately had a vibe to it you had the fireplace on the desktop on the computer on the computer yeah. <laughs> and it was like super like lo-fi it was dark at times like you couldn't even really see what was going on well i have I, but i look way better in dim light um <laughs> hold for applause no it's just true it's i i <laughs> you had like I look a lot better in the dark. Yeah, you had like sure. hand uh, motions that you would do. You had the <laughs> you had the shut up now go to sleep. Now what was it? Catchphrase. We so you had was, so many catchphrases. We, ha we eventually did. I, I I did. I think I did. I didn't even name it uh, the first one, but I think I named it on the second one, which is Matthew tucks you in because I felt like I was doing that. Like mm -hmm. I was like, okay, get. And it was later, right? It was like. Maybe started, seven or eight. I started PM. it later, but then I ended up doing it at seven here because people on the East Coast wanted to watch it. Right. Like, it was too late. Right. So I ended up kind of averaging it out for everybody. And it was good um, because I was five. I was yes. like five PM. You would chime like, in and I then would I'd go watch yours. Go and, have a drink yeah. and then I'd tune into yours. Right. <laughs> it was like we were it was like we it were was, just hanging all day. Exactly. Yeah. And then we would uh I don't know if we mentioned this in the and any of the last ones, but we would, we talked every single day yeah. throughout the whole pandemic. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, you were my mental support system. That was me too. I mean, yeah. that was, that was like the, the daily check-in, like you had to check in and yeah, know, like, but that was a big deal. I think it was really sort of, um, 
that was really bonding, but it was also yeah. a lot of fun too. It was yeah. like, I remember, I remember a lot of times where we would be crying, laughing. Yeah. Yeah. And there's <laughs> nothing better than that. Like that's, that was the only medicine that that's we had. It. That's yeah. But you, that was a huge thing. And I, yeah. I'm sure most of it was on, broadcastable but i i do wish that we had recordings of all that so that we could oh god can you imagine sifting through we could the pare nonsense? it down to maybe eight or ten minutes of material <laughs> <laughs> i mean we're talking like hours and hours and hour and a hours half, hour and a half at least a, yeah a day right and it maybe not at one time like maybe it was a 30 minute snapper what's happening and then like after both live streams then we talk shit you know right uh but what i just it's it really is a it is crazy it is crazy just to think about we got through that i mean and i remember thinking that in 2007 and 8 you know during the recession and and thinking i don't know how i'm gonna get through this i don't know i didn't have the support system i didn't have the confidence in in what i was doing i didn't i was just like this this little Dixie cup floating in a tub. Like I, and, and wow. in, in comparison to this pandemic, like I've, you know, been here for 18 years. I had, I have dear friends here that are all mm. going through it together. We're going through this together. What can we do to support each other? And we're going to get through this and talk to you tomorrow. And like right. all that really, you know, basic, beautiful stuff was so important. So, you know, coming out of the year and having an idea to start a podcast to start to process what we just went through. And it was not, you know, it was an easy decision to have you as the, as the first guest. And, and now we're, you know, obviously well over a hundred episodes and, and I've been able to shift the, the focus of, of the podcast from, you know, the group therapy of, of the right. pandemic and talking with friends and, you know, tell me there's a silver lining and how are you staying creative and trying to glean any little tidbits. Now it's shifted to, and I'm really psyched about this, but you know, like, what are we doing now? What's, uh, what are we psyched about now? What are we working on? Yeah. What's on the horizon? What's next? I love that. I'm like, I know, and it's taken a couple years and it, but and you it, did a really good job of, of asking that while it was relevant of most guests was like, how did you, how, how did you stay, um, creatively fit during the pandemic? Mm. And did you, you know, I didn't do very I didn't. much. No, I, I didn't write very much. I got, I barely got by. I, and I, yeah. And everyone had a different story, which I think is cool. Some people that did like five albums and did a bunch of, yeah. Like, and they were like, Oh, I had all this time. I just uh, wrote and recorded and did all the things. I was or, like, or the cats that were like, you know, I, I was happy to take a break. And I get that too. Like, yeah. you know, they're working six, seven, eight nights a week. I mean, you do that anyway, but you know, and some cats yeah. were like, you know what? I, 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 I embraced the pause. It's like, how did you, how did you, how do you do that? Not knowing when the shit's going to come back. Like, right. But, the, but there's a, but there's a little bit of truth in everything. And, the, and there's a little bit of information that you can, use and and you know processing anyway and those are the first people that you need to attack in the post-apocalyptic <laughs> world right where you go oh this that dude i remember him saying he loves this right we need to go take his house yeah let's commandeer kill his, all uh, the, his jeep yeah. and then um, <laughs> run away with his he's amps just, <laughs> he's just hanging out all happy not on my watch no i do how much do you think about 
and we don't have to go into this, but how much do you actually think about like post-apocalyptic world, no internet, no phones, solar flare, mm. uh, nuclear something's mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. on. And you're like, mm-hmm. you know, you're one of the last few people. Mm. How do you, do mm. you have to try to figure out how to hunt mm. or something? You've been watching a lot of Walking Dead lately? Or? No, I've never no. seen it. What? No, I've never seen it. The I first like four or five seasons, killer. Awesome. I can't get into zombie stuff. Well, that's exactly what you're describing. No, there wouldn't be oh. zombies. It would just be like... Oh, like nuclear... Yeah, like melt. fallout. There's a whole thing and there Does are it? like 100,000 Americans left or whatever. So like you A few million survived. people survive. Yeah. And then you have to like figure that out. And you go, where would I go? Do I go, you know, straight east right. to right. the country and try to find a farmer who needs some help? Right. And then become right. like, you know, good set of hands, hardworking. I can play the guitar around the fire. <laughs> That's got to be worth something because you, you have no entertainment. There are no movies. You know, it's like I, it's like a permanent you think uh, writer strike. You think about this a lot, or uh, pretty much about half the time. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Here and there, it comes up in my mind here and there, and I go, I am not prepared. No, I'm, I'm not toast. A, I'm not a prepper. I mean, I'm yeah. not a prepper. I kind of don't want to make it. I think I'm going to be, I think I like, like they're going to kill me for the gas in the car. Right. And like the, I mean, that you're, the they, might, they might, the, they might put, I, you, put you in a cage, use you as a plaything, or, okay. I don't know. Well, let's not say political, but. <laughs> We do do not want to do that. Not today. (laughs) today. Here's the thing with the zombies. Okay. They have no way of getting blood to their muscles. How can they walk? They're, they're falling apart. Right. You can see their, you know, some of their organs are, are not there or whatever. Like their muscles are, there's no way that you, it's like the muscular system in the, in the, the, with like a um, vampire. And mm -hmm. I'm not a big fan of all that stuff either. But at least with a vampire, you could be like, okay, well, they got some fangs and they like blood or something because it's it's thing, it's you know? a it's a it's a sustenance, it's an energy source. Yeah, but it, like they have a circulatory system, right? And they have, you know what that's I mean? That's where like, you it. That's where you get lost in this zombie apocalypse. Yeah. What about it, the mushroom situation? Did you see that one, by the way? That one, yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's cool, man. I dug that. Yeah. yeah so good. what's it called? The Last of Us. Last of Us. Last of Us. Beautifully done. And great. Just great. I don't know. It's great. It was good writing. Acting. Good writing. Great. Acting is great. But I shot a, great. Like the I think cinematography. A lot of it was really close to the game. Mm-hmm. I don't think they like. There were some speeches and stuff that were identical, like word for word. Oh, the game. The game was like really well written and acted and stuff. Oh. Um, I never played the game. I don't play video games. Oh, it was a video game. Yeah. It was a video game first, and then, I did not but know a that. lot of the scenes, it was like very cinematic. So a lot of the scenes were this, like uh. they would talk and explain stuff, and a lot of that stuff was the exact same. And, uh. and then you would go fight the things or whatever. Whoa. But then you would go like on a hike for a long time with nothing happening, and you talk or whatever. Huh. So that I think it was a very cinematic game, and then it was an easy, uh, I mean, adaptation. E- not easy, but right, like it right. made sense to make it into a show. Right. Um, Killing. Loved it. Sturge loves that one. Yeah. He played it before. And so he would know what was coming up. Oh, really? Because he played it and it's the same plot. Like it's, <laughs> you know. um, I just like the show, but I can't be, I can't be playing video games. I know. 
I wish I could. I don't know. I'm probably no. doing something other, some, you know, listening to podcasts and doing something that's dumb or whatever. I'm always doing dumb stuff, but I, it's, if I got addicted to that, I would never get anything done. I, I don't know if I'd leave the house. That's what's terrifying. Ever. I have everything I need. I could order food. I go to bed. Right. And I'd play video games. I mean, like my 12 year old self would, would lose its mind. I tell my kids if I had a Nintendo console or whatever it was you know sega i don't know what was going on back then no but if i had the, i if i had had one of those uh i would not play, play guitar. guitar right which is a huge realization and i'm sure of it and are the kids like down with sega thank god dad plays guitar or are they like please god no, give us go, a sega they go we like the video game still i go yeah but what did i just say they go i don't care you you're don't stupid care. you're old that's you that's you baby i'm trying to yeah. i'm trying to do me over here um but it goes back to like i don't care what you want yeah they go In i want this i go i have never cared what you want i never will <laughs> Did you listen to, to there's a Conan O'Brien thing about this? Did you hear? It's like a, no. he does this bit with his father and his father is saying, you know, uh, you know, cooking dinner or presenting dinner. And and Conan says something like, you know, oh, I, I, you, you know, I don't like this fish, this type of fish. Yeah. And his dad is basically like, uh, how would I possibly know or why would I possibly know what you like? You know it's like I, I say that to them two, at least f four times a week. Yeah. I go, I don't want that. I go, I've never cared what you want. <laughs> I don't, I'm not interested. <laughs> not only do you have, like, it, it, it's not going to change the outcome the of the situation. Of, yeah. I don't, I want you to, to know <laughs> that I don't care what you want. And I never have, and I never will. Here, oh, there's one person. Come on one person who cares what you want and that's their mother that's you oh you will you will get married she won't care what you want right you will have a life you'll have uh employees employers all cut no one cares what you want yeah um it's a pointless thing to say to somebody yeah yeah no, eat your fish. <laughs> right. <laughs> Basically. Or whatever it is. Yeah. Eat your burger, your broccoli, whatever. Yeah. Um, I think we were sufficiently warmed to 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 jump to the next. Uh, let's talk. Well, let's talk about music. Yeah. yeah? That's what I mean. I mean, that that's the next kind of the natural yeah, progression. Right. And typically what we talk about on this podcast. I am a big fan of the podcast. Oh. I've listened to, I think, all of them. I might have missed a couple. Here and there. It's fun, right? I love it. I'm getting better at it. You have to admit. You, uh, well, from the first one? Can you imagine? Woo! There uh, was some we, ones in there. Just so the listeners We had knows, fun, but we you, it, there wasn't really a format for the first couple. The, no. <laughs> it, like, it was the Wild West. Yeah. And there, I'll just, I'll just say that there are some guests, it was, it was unlistenable. We either had to redo it or they just said, no, <laughs> I, can't, just, I can't. It's not. It, it will never be. And I'm so sorry, but well, you have to have. I mean, was it like they would come on here and be like super racist or something? Or and no. you're like, wait, we can't put that out. That's you know what the problem is? What I ask people's opinion of it. If I think that they might not enjoy it or like it or think that they said something, I see. I okay. share it in advance. I say, hey, 
What do you think? What do you think? Is this cool? You know, I clean it up. I really t- I tighten it up and I yeah. make it sexy. I gloss it over, make a nice gloss on it. And like, I oh, don't know, actually, now that you now that I listen to it in a different frame of mind, I'm not comfortable with it. I've done I did one of those with Tanner. No kidding? Well, he's great. I love Tanner. He's incredible. I just did it finally. I did he one. Finally asked I did me. one a long time ago. And uh, it's uh, he, great exposure. He's so no. good, dude. He's I love Tanner, but we went hard into like conspiracy theories and shit. Like yeah. the last half hour is just us going fully. Yeah, and I was like, I. It's a, it's a, it was a similar feeling to when I get photos back from a photographer when yeah. we do a photo shoot for the yeah. band and stuff. Yeah, and I go, if I didn't want to sound like an idiot in this podcast, maybe I wouldn't be such an like an idiot in real life oh and so i just have to let it like that's Mm -hmm. what i said Mm. you know or that's what i look like that's what that's what i'm saying (laughs) right if i wanted to look better in photos i would get hotter right or whatever like i can go you know i can go work out and tan and do the teeth whitening and all that but like i don't do that so i mean i I do some of that but like (laughs) If I wanted to be better looking in photos, right. I could just go get better looking. Right. Instead, I keep drinking like it's the apocalypse. Yeah. And it's not helping. Huh. And then that's the, and then you go like, okay, out of seven hundred and fifty photos that you snapped, I think there are a good solid four. Yeah. That we could use. Yeah. Which is plenty. You know, you post it, and then people go, "Huh, you look bloated." <laughs> And I no go, you should have seen the other ones. It's <laughs> <laughs> like that was the one that she took from the right. from the upstairs balcony from Tempe. We yeah. were in Chandler. Um, but shout out to Tanner and and his uh, and his podcast. Love that dude. Great exposure. Yes. And that's uh, the title. That's the title of the podcast. He's also the owner of Groove Booking, and and uh, I gotta say, he's he's a smart cat, very sharp. He's a huge part of the Phoenix community here. Yep, putting a lot of uh, boys and girls to work. Yep, and and has our back, has the artists back for sure. That's um, that's the thing is he's he's yeah. he's got to kind of make sure both parties are happy. But he definitely like he leans on the he's, side. He's of in the our artist. he's in our corner. He, yeah. yeah, he's a drummer. Unless, he's a, unless he doesn't, and he and. He that's tells, what he, he says. tells them that too. Right, like, right. listen, I the, got you. The artists are, you know, they're, they're crazy. I have to make them feel a certain way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Let me, like, I'm going to say this, but I mean this. Either way, Tanner, keep doing it. Uh, Tanner, groove booking, coming you, in hot. May you live for a thousand years and prosper, ne- and never know in the, uh, days in the oceans of, of time. <laughs> anyway, shout out. Tanner. Anyway, shout out. Uh, t- Tanner <laughs> Groove Booking and Great Exposure. Go listen to that. He's he's. Uh, Except don't listen to mine. Uh, no, listen like, to Matthews listen to mine first. Like halfway through. No, no. Listen. Start with Matthews and then go to mine because right. I think mine. You're gonna seem sane. Is so boring. I'm not, s- not not not. I was just I was, you know it was like flat. I was like. I brought a flask. I know, and I brought a iced coffee. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the vibe. That's like the, you yeah. you can feel it. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So. Don't uh, don't listen to either. <laughs> Just <laughs> listen to something else. Good plug. Good plug. I know. I'm doing my best. All right. Oh, can we talk so about music? Yeah. All right. So you've been at least for a year. You've been working on making an EP. EP extended play. 
a long play, an LP. Yes. And in a dish, um, like uh, broken down versions of the full length LP. I'm not sure why, but I like I like the idea of doing alternate versions of every song. So we put out the song, you know, the fully fleshed out the but the full band, you know, all the things and we work that out this is a band called vinyl station vinyl station yeah that's a it's a french name it's a french it means uh violent spaceships yeah and we uh we've worked on a bunch of these songs we had the first ep is most almost all the songs we already had out so this is it but they were we were signed to a label that put them out and then i'm not sure why but they took them all down about a year after they put them out. And what year is this? This is like 2018 or something. 2019. This is when they pull them down. Pull them all down. They, so you made we, you made the, the super well, they, vibey record. They kicked us off the label, and then they took all the stuff down. What did you do? I don't know. I I wasn't even on the phone call. Oh, that seems um, odd. But our manager was like, they keep... It was a whole thing. They were lovely. Uh, I, I wish them the best. Uh-huh. I have no hard feelings at all, um, but it was a weird. It wasn't a good fit. They, uh-huh. I don't think they really had had broken a band before, so it's which is hard. I can't uh-huh. do it either, obviously. So, so they, so they you but made they, this record. They took it all down. They took well. They did it's six songs, so it's an EP, yeah. they, and they took all of it down. And then now the only way to hear those versions is on YouTube. Uh-huh. Um, and they're great songs. The producer was awesome. It was it was really fun. We we recorded them in the studio, but that that was with some of the Nashville Cats. We I wanted to do these songs with the with the band, mm-hmm. so, so it's all us. Um, and I like to do them the way that we play them now, which some of right. them are really similar because it was like all a lot of these ideas are really good. Let's just do it that way. Right. So we we had to re-record everything from like so redo the six that you did. Redo everything and then. You write, have another batch write of Write and record an entire new album of songs that have never been released. And then the alternate versions of the EP. like the Alternate versions of everything. Of everything. So the, the EP and, and the full album. Wow. And we're going to do very... When did this process start? Uh, a couple months ago. No, 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 no. It, no, you oh, got no, no. signed to no, a new the label. The alternate versions. Oh, 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 I see. It's like a more, more recent idea. But last... Summer, right? Last June. Yes. 22. The summer of 22. 22. You signed to a new label out of no, Boston. No, this we signed earlier. I think it was February. Okay. And then we had a few months to get the EP turned in. I see. And then they have had that for about 14 months. All right. So you're rounding the corner on this. You're, you're so. wrapping it up. <laughs> wrapping it up, y'all. It's been a minute. We're, I, I'm sort of, um, excited, but also just tired. Uh, uh, uh. So I want to get them out and just ha- see what they do. I don't know. Tell me about the process of recording the new stuff. So you go, well, you tracked a bunch of stuff up in Strawberry, full band. Yes. At, at your friend's house. Yep. You use some of those tracks and and kind of from there, 
Um, we like, replaced some things here and there, here and you there. know, mostly as bass, you do. Mostly bass and drums, and then that's what you kept. That's mostly what we kept, right. and then we would he he would probably record a bunch of the bass over again and stuff too. But then, and then a lot of times you go back and you go, oh, what were we doing? Right. You know, the tempo is weird. Better, or the, it's better now. This that we've keys, been, you know. Yeah, you work it out. Yeah. Um, but that was another reason. One of the songs I wanted to re to rec- to re-release because it's so different when we play it now that I feel like it's okay. And I go back and forth on this too. I want to talk to you about this. I know what you're going to say. I give other bands shit for yes. putting out the same song exactly. ten different ways. Yes. Because I go, it's not, it's not the production. It's not that good. Just put it out, leave it, move on. And then <laughs> I heard you talking to Stephen Kellogg about this and he was like, I feel like it needs a better shot or I, like I, we haven't found it yet. Here's the thing. You can play a song 400 different ways yes. and produce it a thousand different ways. Yes. So the whole thing. And I have amended my position on this a little bit. Which okay. is I see growth. Yes. There's growth. Because I don't think I'm a songwriter. I think I'm like a song steward. Like where I'm a song's butler or something where it comes into the world through me. Uh-huh. But it's really its own thing. It's its own life form. And I'm supposed to just take care of it and be good to it while it's here. So that's why I have to get really good at singing it. I have to figure out how to play it, how to how it wants to be in the world. It's more in charge than I am. And I'm just supposed to take care of it and be good to it, like a be a good butler. And that sort of, having that sort of view of how I write, it's the similar thing. If I recorded it, you know, 80, 70%, like it's good, and I was proud of it, and I put it out, and then a year later I go like, it's a little slow. It's not really doing what it's like. We worked out another thing live to it and that it's mm-hmm. got all these other elements now. And we really, I changed the melody up on the second chorus or whatever. Um, I feel like that deserves a chance in the world also. Mm-hmm. So, and now, now that we're in the digital streaming age of whatever, like they're not charging by the laser. Like you can just put right. it out right, and see what it does and then do an alternate version. Put that out too. Like, People don't like it. They don't have to listen to it. People don't like any of our stuff and no one listens to it. <laughs> so why not just keep flooding that content, abyss? content, content, just keep flooding the abyss of stuff that well, won't get listened to, I, but who cares? I, that's the thing about, uh, I'm also becoming a little bit coming to terms with the fact that I'm, you're mortal. No, I, this is it's so cringy to say this out loud. Say it, just, just say it to me. Trying to admit, <laughs> trying to admit that I make art. Oh, this is I another hate big thing. Saying for you. that I'm an artist. This is another big step for me. But I am, I am coming to terms with the fact that I, that's, Whoa. kind of an inevitable thing that I will ha- eventually have to admit. I'm not going to do it today. But saying you just admitted it to 13 people. Yes. Me, my mom. <laughs> Hi, mom. My cousin. Not my mom. She wouldn't listen to this because of all the profanity. The swear words. Yeah. Ridiculous. Well, all right. We're going to take a short break, but I just want to recognize that Matthew, not only because you would give me shit because I have a ton of songs that the project plays, the Sweet Remains plays, yes. I play, but they're all different. 
Yes. And I love them equally. And and not to say that my songs are good, but a song can be can have different lives, different yes. approaches. Yeah. As you just said, you know, if you are a steward, if you are the steward of the song, who you surround yourself at that moment to be stewards of this song is going to change as every band changes, as a new producer comes in with a different lens. They're stewarding or yep. whatever, yep. shepherding your song yep. in a different way. And I think a good song, Bob Dylan is a great example. A good song can be done in a thousand ways. All Along the Watchtower by Jimi Hendrix is very different from All Along the Watchtower from Bob Dylan. Yeah. That's just a good song that, that, that can be done in different ways. So I'm glad you, that you too did a version of that song. That's, that's great. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm just proud of you for turning the corner on that. It's a, it, that was a tough one. Cause I had always, I had always watched, especially lo- like local bands or local artists that would keep putting out every, every album that they would put out would be like a best of. So they would keep, it wasn't, um, cause I think it was like, we haven't made it yet, so everything. But we think that this song but is the best. We think that it could go like it right. could, this could get us on the radio, or this right. could get us the next big thing, or the big show, or the big. So we're gonna just keep putting out the same songs, and then every time we release a record, we'll just do the ones that. And I, so I, I'm understanding that I'm, I'm reluctant to keep putting this stuff out you, over and over. Well, I think there's. Okay, we're talking. We're talking about two different things. One yes. is hammering the same song over and over, with no variation because they because you think it's hip or, it's like or it just a, hasn't yeah, hit like yet. A little bit better microphone or right. a little bit different. Like what what you're saying and maybe what Stephen Kellogg was saying is you know I believe in this song mm-hmm. and maybe we just haven't found the right thing to put around it right or the team or the players or the producer vision or the that. whatever yeah. yeah. Okay, good. I'm and then you we... keep, and then that I think is a sort of noble thing because I do agree that you you should give that song the best chance it has. And there, that's yeah. a tough one too because I, there are so many of my songs that I haven't done that for and I feel like I let them down or something. It's a strange relationship, man. It's really weird to, that some, I've just, never given up on and I play them all the time even though no one likes them or they don't say they do and then sometimes you'll hear that eventually where they go like hey you forget is awesome and I go right like I've been I've been trying to shove that down everyone's throats for years (laughs) and no one likes it and then eventually you know somebody might come but there are some that no one says that like it's that it's just ignored or it's negative or it's not uh, and i just don't ever uh, like i'm uh, like yeah but i like it so i'm yeah, gonna keep playing it and yeah. i don't care like um it's a fun age to be yes because that's I'm a whole past, other thing. i'm past caring yeah if you like it right i like it yeah that means we're all gonna have to listen to this for four minutes. Right, right. Sorry. It's like you're the cat at the family barbecue who has access to the Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, uh, turn it off. I go, Yeah. I'm too old. I'm too old to, to care. care what you like and what no, you don't like. Now give me a cheeseburger. And no one cares what you want. Yeah. <laughs> Did you wake up this morning ready to take on your day? Or did you find yourself hitting the snooze button a couple of times? 
A restful night's sleep can help you get back in the swing of things. And Silentium's proprietary blend of ingredients helps you sleep better, snore less, wake rested, and enjoy your day. Silentium Plus, available on our website, www.silentiumplus.com. That's www.silentiumplus.com. And here's a special offer just for our podcast listeners. Silentium is offering a buy one, get one half off. Just use the promo code BRIAN when you're checking out. Silentium. Sleep better, snore less, wake rested. I want to tell you about a podcast. It's called The Age-Old Question podcast for music fans. Have you ever found yourself in a conversation with a friend about one of music's unanswerable questions? What's the greatest decade in music? What's the best use of a song in a movie? Who's the greatest singer of all time? Join me, Rich Price, and my co-host, Clint Bierman, as we have fun answering another age-old question. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. I have to say that, uh, before I forget, this is the first podcast that we've done where no one has any sleeves this is a no it's a it's a thing it's a fully sleeveless pod now i don't know if you're going to require that from everybody from now on but uh it feels good it does just in our jammies just in a couple of tank tops you cut this you cut the sleeves off like yeah a, like a cool sort of justin Thoreau kind of thing i've asked, uh, i don't know if i've ever seen you in a t- tank top before I rarely wear them. But it is black, so I did recognize you when you came <laughs> yes. to my door. I But I was like, who is this tall? Do I need to change dark. before I go over to Brian's? I, look at me. Did I change before you, you arrived? You obviously did not. I did not. But I said, I'm not going to. I'm going to go over in my stretchy joggers yeah. and a tank top. I think you look good, baby. You know, I, I'm, I'm trying to just keep it together. I try, I try so hard. <laughs> yesterday, yesterday, I'm like doing push-ups in the grass at my friend's house because I'm just, I'm just trying to keep, keep this stupid body together <laughs> enough to live till I'm 165. Okay, can it's we, so dumb. Can we talk? Can we talk about? I mean, I'm destroying it, but I'm also the one that's, you know what I mean? Ultimately responsible. I'm trying to manage the effects that uh, yeah mitigate you know, mitigate exactly yeah. that's the best word ever um let's talk music for okay. a moment i don't okay, know fine. <laughs> i was gonna go off for a few more minutes about the sleeves but go, you know it's your show anyway let's take a break so anyway <laughs> let's break for sponsors let's take a caller that was one of my favorite bits that sturge did on yours let's take a caller you're like what this- he says my son Henry is his spirit animal. Oh, but Sturgis has to be a lot of people's spirit animal. He is. He's my gear sherpa. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. He guides me through the world of gear, and he's uh, he's never steered me wrong. But um, so on the break, we listened to your song, "Nothing Yet." Nothing yet. And this is an example of a song that. It wasn't on the EP that you recorded in Nashville. Correct. This is a song that you recorded on Evening Sin. The Evening Sin. The which is Evening Sin. 
I will not be able to top that album title oh. ever again. I love that album title. I want to have a band called The Evening Sun. I like it. Just because it's cool. Yeah. But I, I don't know who would be in it with me. Also, me. I'd be in it. You want to do it? Sure. Let's go. All right. Um, Dark and moody. Let's go. I also have a band um, that is called Karate Hawk, mm. which I th- I think that might be my greatest gift. Is band names? Band names. Yeah. So Vinyl Station's okay. I don't mind it. But Karate Hawk, you would listen to that. Doesn't even matter what you do. I would give it a, I'd give it a try. That's what I'm, I'm saying. I'd, I'd give it a spin. You go between you know paint store or karate hawk you go let's check out what are what's karate hawk doing good example of that a band that that i i I wouldn't maybe have listened to if the if the name of the band wasn't intriguing Mm -hmm. and that is bombay bicycle club fair enough that's a good that's a good name that's a cool name yes and it helps that the music is killing and Anywho. But you checked it out because it was a cool name. I was, it was a cool name and it was rec- highly recommended. And I was like, I don't know. It, you know, it happens a lot. People are like, oh, you got to check out Chip Jones and the Squeegees. And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> no. I'm not going to check no. out. No. Somebody comes up and they go, oh, you got to check out $10 outfit. I go, I'm not going to listen to that shit. Oh. It's, Ouch. They named it after shopping at Goodwill. I can't listen to it. Anyway, sorry. I love that band. It was a good band. It was a good band. <laughs> Shout out, dude! To I've had so many bad band names. I'm oh, not one, don't I'm even, not one to talk. Don't even start. I'm not one to talk. All right, what was your first band name? De Anima. Yeah, which makes it's me Latin. think of an anima. Yes. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mine was Aqua Blue. That's not bad. It's not. It's a cologne. Yeah, it's a cologne. It's a Calvin Klein coming out in 2024. I don't spring. think it would be a Calvin Klein. It would be okay. It would be like a Jake Palmer. I don't, I don't know who that is. That's just like a generic. Okay. It would be like a TJ Maxx. <clears throat> yeah, it's a it's a Marshall's special. Aqua Blue. Yeah. Aqua de Joe. That's the other one. Uh, that's not that bad, though. By Mine's worse. JCPenney. Aqua Blue. Deonimo is a worse band name. It's not the worst. Anyway, your song, can we... God, <laughs> Sorry. Damn it. Sorry. Keep it together. Sorry. This song, it was... Uh, so I recorded it in the a long time ago when it was, you know, me and Michael Terry. Shout out. Shout out. Hey, Michael Terry. Love that dude. Come on. Uh, we would record a bunch of this stuff, and it was a lot of piano-heavy stuff, kind of more chill, very chill, very yeah. like late night. Well, you were also writing on acoustic, right, at that point? I was, yeah. I, mean, I was playing acoustic almost exclusively. And oh. so this was like sl- the original Sleep Rock as the evening sin. It's great yeah. Sleep Rock. And there's some upbeat so he stuff. Produced, he produced that he one? Produced he mixed that, it, mastered it? Produced it, played on it. We, two songs. It was, it was mostly uh, the the two of us in a, yeah, in in a his bedroom room. studio. In, in, in Scottsdale. And then, yeah, and, and Brendan Cottrell would play on it and stuff. But yeah. it was most of the time, it was the two of us. Yeah. Playing, That's when Vinyl Station was a duo thing. Yeah. Hey, back in the day. Well, it was, yeah. 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 And it's then been it a, through a lot of iterations. Yeah, yeah. All right, shout out to Michael Terry, uh, incredible piano player, guitar player. He's great. Mixing engineer. Arranger. Producer. String guy. He he's does, the cat. He does it all, and he's got and great He's gear. right here in Tucson, sweetheart in Tucson. sweetheart of a guy. Mixing, mastering, all kinds of stuff. He's a mixing he master. So He's a master of mixing. That, it, uh, yes. Anyway, 
Anyway, so right, so so you so cut. We did that song, and it's very sleepy. It's very chill, and I love that version. Well, but is sleepy a derogatory term? No, no. I I invented a genre of music called sleep rock, and right. I know there are people that play sleepy music, but mm-hmm. I wanted to be sleep rock because it is rock, but it's just really tired and very. Oh my god! Like no one likes it. It's mm. just to fall asleep to. Mm. Um, which is great. Like, like, like Coldplay's first record. Similar, yeah. Parachutes. Yeah, but they did like Yellow was pretty upbeat. And, uh, oh, Yellow. Yeah, I guess so. Couple of the, you know. Yeah, so yeah. And then, uh, oh, that's some good songs. On they the did. Record, I, I, that's I, I, one of my favorites. But it is so, that, that is Sleep Rock. Very sleepy. And uh, I think he, Chris oh. Martin said when he was talking to Bono, Bono was like, uh. Love the band, you know, do the things and stuff. But that sounds like you're from if, Liverpool. But if you, uh, but nah, it, what's I, your Irish accent? Give me an Irish accent. Well, I've got a, a couple of them, but I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm, it's not going to be good right now. Let's I didn't try. Rehearse. Let's try. Uh, also, I should be better at this because I've been listening to Bono's audiobook for a long time, but it's changed over the years. Anyway, right? He goes, uh, "Don't ever put out a record that sleepy again," to Chris Martin. After the first, after record. the first record, yeah. he goes, give me a minute, Bono. No. He goes, you gotta, you if you want to be, if you want to be the next, you oh, too, you too. Yeah, if you want to be you too, too. Yeah, you can't do all these little. Okay, thanks a lot. Sinking like stones, all that we fought for. Oh, harmonies, come on. Come on, one, two, three, let's go. <laughs> uh, but can we go back to your song for yes. just a moment? I love the song. Okay, from I E. Want, Vincent. Let's, I, we played it differently with the band now, and I wanted to just get that version of it into the world. So I'm okay. Like, this is where I'm. I you say I'm evolving. I think I might just be are. compromising. Or devolving. Maybe. But I wanted to give it another shot at uh, another, you know, a life. It's basically the different versions of different songs. Is you, You're just throwing another piece of another pair of trousers on them and you send them out into the mall to see if they can get any attention. You know what I mean? Like the first time you did it, they were acid wash and they were pegged at the bottom. Okay. Your bow. Okay. Maybe Second time. Cavaricis. Oh my. Maybe. Yeah. Fancy. I've been alive for a, for a minute. For a moment. And then the second time. Now they're like. Um, slim you know, fit black Levi's. Tight Levi's. Yeah. Tight Levi's. See well, if you can get some, you know. What? You know, you just you kinda, wiggled when you said that. You kind of spread out, it spread okay. the vibe oh. a little bit. I see. You take your time with your hips. Okay. My my hips are. Do they lie? They. That's what I was gonna say. Is they're the biggest liars <laughs> of my whole body. <laughs> and I know this comes up a lot on your pod. It does. But trust me, my hips lie. They they exclusively. Yeah. My they never, hips tell have never told the truth. Yeah. Not, not once. Not yet. Not, not yet. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed of them. They, doesn't ch- they don't care. They don't. No. They don't care what you want. No. But let's take a listen. To- <laughs> this is so <laughs> I know. It is the dumbest. Why did we always turn into <laughs> children when we do this? Oh. Let's listen to a snippet of Nothing Yet from The Evening Sin. Yes. The Mid New York. 
pills in the rain You're walking all the way And you stutter All you see is shrunk From the headlights and the bulbs And you're wearing gloves You don't think I miss you Which is untitled And yet to be released But coming Coming in hot What if I I need to figure out What to title this EP I I don't want to put you on the spot We can pause And figure I'm gonna this out need to, I can't do this right I now I can't Think of it And I don't Maybe it should just be I don't like untitled I don't like self-titled right. stuff right. right I don't That's lazy or volume one or one or two or three yeah, or or like your age, whatever Adele, we get your aging. Yeah. It's fine. But I want, I, it needs, I, I'm not creative in that way. I'm not, I don't know what to do anyway. New version is, this is after Bono says to you, no more sleepy bits or whatever. He, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he ne- I've never talked to Bono, but if you did, that's what he said. All right. So yes. this is the new, this is the new version. That it's going to come out on an EP. We'll do an old version, and the new version is just bigger. We did the kind of how we play it live. It's yeah. our band. It's, who is it's in the your band, band now? Who is in your band? Who is Roy Cameron on drums? Oh, Patrick Andrew on bass. Oh. Sturgis Waters on guitar. Oh, yours truly on guitar and vocals, and and this was cut up in Strawberry. Uh, this one I don't know. I think this one might have been just done at Sturgis's house. Love it. He's got a whole studio. We it's we incredible. work we work all the time. He's great at the bedside manner, the mm. all the things that you need. Yeah. And, and then he's got great gear too. So yeah. anybody that needs to record, call Sturgy because he uh, he's a he's a total genius. Um, this is the new version of Nothing Yet. And we're back. Ah. Oh my. 
It does sound it does sound completely different. I mean, it just has a total driving yeah. rock and roll. But it's, you can hear your influences, and that's what I I love. I just you know knowing you for so long, yeah, and and we share so many loves of this of similar music. You know, to hear those things, you know, is really fun. I have a very narrow. Um, I'm starting to notice this with like guitar, trying to find guitar tones and trying to find. Um, I'm obsessed with snares. Roy has some of the best snare sounds out there, but he's got gear. Homie. But we also, yeah, but I, and I'm I'm obsessed with, fun, like I have a very na- I'm finding out recently that I have a very narrow view of what tones I like. Yeah, and like there aren't a lot of options with each song. I just go, this is the best tone for the you know. So this is a, this is a question. Go on. Let's say on this EP. Does the snare tone change by song, or is it one No, it tone? does. It does. It changes. There, there's one song called Revolution, which I'm excited to Revolution. Put, out, put out into the world. Um, Wait, has that... That wasn't on the, that the was, Nashville EP? That was. It was. It was okay. good. Yeah. But then that was... It but then it, was gone. then it was so gone. So now... It's so good. The video's still up, but that's and that's a really cool video. But That was shot downtown, the video? That was shot up on like... On the I seventeen, somewhere in the wilderness. Oh God, uh, where can people find it on YouTube? Yeah, it's called Revolution Final Station. Oh my, it's a cool video. It's a it's a bit trippy. It's like a, I don't know if it's, I don't know what it's like. It's really weird, but I like Sweet. it. It's really cool. But All right, so, so the new version is different, a little bit different. It's similar, but it's a little different. And I love the new version. It's, um, it's good. Hit me with the titles of all the songs on the EP. Okay. We've got, I don't know what order this is going to be in, but yeah. we have End of the World, That Man, Ghost, Here Comes Your Ghost, Why Do You Wait, Nothing Yet, Revolution. Bangers. They're all very, they're strong. I don't write that many good songs, but when I do, it's obvious to me. Uh, I'm also a big fan of uh, my stuff, which is a weird thing to say, because well, it's like a, I'm trying to. You're an artist now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I can't believe you got me to agree to that just now. Well, well, but that's years I, of experience the in reason, the podcast world. The reason that I'm so reluctant to um, admit that is that most people that call themselves artists uh. are using it as an excuse to be late to meetings. Ah, oh, interesting. And I think it's just this pretentious, like, oh, well, I'm an artist, so I have, like, you have to treat me differently, or I, you know, I'm allowed to just do whatever I want, and that's not cool. You have to respect other people's time. But hold on one second. I often wonder this. Just real quick, your thoughts. There are full-time performing musicians. They make their money. They keep the lights on by making music. There's another uh, portion uh, 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 of the scene the community uh who augment their income um, through various other things which is completely fine and awesome and listen man do whatever it takes to be able to pursue this thing my question is this is there 
a stigma between the people who don't do it full time with the people that do it full time because they think on some level we've sold out because we play corporate gigs we play resort gigs we learned covers is there a stigma is there beef is this like the east coast west coast 90s rap beef that we've all been i don't think i don't think there's beef i think there's there's there it's a russian doll of looking down on people explain so like the the biggest doll Mm. is is the one who makes way more money than all of us combined by only playing original music uh yeah, okay. So like I Tom York or someone. Like okay, where he's, right. he's Bono. rolling in money just playing original songs and being a true artist. Wildly uh, successful like, and very, and... very creative, yeah. very groundbreaking. Yeah. Just amazing. You know, yeah. Kurt Cobain. Like a lot of the, no. just re- like original artists, like, like uncompromising. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not mm-hmm. going to play a bunch of covers. Ugh. The Beatles played a bunch of covers. Yeah, when they that's started, that's how they started. Yeah. That, that's there's, six there's hours no shame in, in, it. In, 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 a, in a. So maybe a, maybe they would be the third of the fourth Russian doll into the middle. Whoa! The, and the, people could look down on them, going like, "Oh, you just stole all your tricks from uh, the Little Richard and shit." Oh, oh God, no, no, don't but start like, this because we'll never, we'll never no, see. No, no, no. I'm just saying there won't be peace on the there, streets. There could be someone who looks down. There are a lot of people that look down on the Beatles because they're a big target because they're the greatest band of all time. But at least we are clear on that. There are a lot of people that are like, well, they were, you know, for me, I have a, I look, I ha- I have eyeballs. What would you say? Uh, some judgment. Oh, okay. For like, I don't play. Um, Ed Sheeran or Bruno Mars or Taylor Swift. Is that your top three? Uh, no, they're a bunch. Oh, loads. Well, I, well yeah. John Mellencamp, uh, Steve Miller Band. Uh, right. Um, uh, uh, Van Morrison. Yeah, I like some well, Van Morrison. Some Brown Eyed Girl. Girl. I don't play Brown Eyed Girl. So the, I look down on. I don't look down on the people that play those. I look down on myself if I played those because right. I don't like it. Right. If you like it, play it all day. Right. I don't care. Right. I love people that like that stuff and I love people that want to play that stuff. Right. Exactly. I, if I don't like it, I have a really hard time playing it. Yeah. I can't do it. Right. And that's okay. But I'm not, I'm not looking down on anybody. I'm not judging anybody, but I do think everybody has a line to draw. And if you go, I have no lines to draw. I'm just going to go play party music that people like and have a great time and give them a, an enjoyable evening that they can dance to and stuff. Of course, that's great. Go do that. Yeah. I can't do that because I don't like that stuff. Right. I can veer into that lane a little bit. Like I'll cover Stevie wonder or, you know, right. Stuff that I dig, but that is also fun and danceable or cool for people to listen to or things that people like. Um, and I, but a lot, I, I do have a lot of, lines that i just can't cross and i'm lucky to be alive in a business where a lot of places want that right they hey play stuff that people know because that's what keeps them here and that keeps them happy and they come back and all that stuff and so i go i have this this weird line to draw like 
I, I need to be able to play some stuff that people like that I'm okay with that. I know a bunch, like I like a lot of popular music. Yeah. I love Coldplay. I love U2. I love The Cure. There are a lot of people that like all these bands. Tom Petty, Fleetwood Mac, right. Beatles, uh, you know. Yeah. But then I also have to be able to play weird stuff that no one has ever heard of. And I'm, if I, I feel like if I'm good at that enough, that's going to still be okay. Mm. So, and there are places that are like, if you play a, a weird Paolo Nutini song, you're fired. Mm-hmm. And I go, I love you. See I'm you later. I'm out. Yeah. I can't. So, you know what I mean? Like, no, no, no. so there are all I mean, these, the, the, but, but, but what you're talking to, I feel like is, is your broader apo- approach to being a performing musician and, and, you know, you're drawing lines in the sand to keep yourself sane to keep the venue happy. I mean, and listen, you know, that that aspect of your life, let's say is uh, whatever, call it 50% of your life is is in those scenarios and 50% of your life is original. I mean, or I don't know what the percentage is, but sure. you, you see what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But 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 your income, your livelihood is this thing. Now, the people that that, you know, play one gig a month and then and then think that you know, they, and they're baristas or, you know, have whatever, have a, have a full-time job or God bless you. But they look, they Is, might, they I don't look know. down on me and go, I, I'm not going to go play right. cover songs I'm for, not get, for right. two or three hours. Right. Exactly. I it, do. Well, is there beef or am I imagining this in my head? You, I've never heard that from somebody like specifically. Right. I've never had somebody go like, like roll their eyes at me and go like, oh, you're, oh, you're a cover guy. Ah, you know what I mean. I've never had that. Okay, I think. So I, I mean, oh, here's I, the, here's the thing. I'm. Yeah. I think. Uh, people are just, um. Not honest with me. <laughs> <laughs> Much like your hips, <laughs> like, they've been lying no, to I th- you. I, not no, that's not true. I think, I know. I'm not. I'm not a. Um, I think I would be an, a pretty easy target for a lot of ridicule and uh, derision. What? I just, I, I have to think that it's, it's got people have to be talking shit about me is this all the, the time. Is this the, is this the fire that you imagine to like? No, keep? no, no, no. I don't, I don't care. Be, of course, I'm a terrible person. I'm That's like, not true. No, I'm not. Not ter- maybe not terrible, but not. I'm not like a good person. Like I'm not like really nice or something. I'm a normal. Well, on a scale of zero to Jay Allen, where do you fall? <laughs> you know what's funny is shout out when I said Jay Allen. When I God said bless you, when son. I said I'm not a nice person, I seriously almost said I'm not like Jay. <laughs> I'm not like like a like a good person. I swear uh, to God, I swear to God, I almost Jay, said Jay, I miss you, buddy. Love you, Jay. Love you. Everybody loves Jay. God. Here's the thing. Okay, and then we're going to move on and hear I the would next say, song. I would say... Because we can do this literally for hours on end. I would say on a scale of zero... Who's zero? I don't... You can't. Zero to Jay? You can't say, yeah. Uh, uh, on a scale uh, oh, of I, Russell Crowe to Jay. <laughs> I was going to say Hitler. <laughs> oh, jeez. I mean, well, talk about a spectrum. <laughs> Let's talk about a special. I know it's too it's too soon, too soon. It's uh, who's a bad a, man? A scale of 
Well, like Russell Crowe, who's hits N- he hits people uh, people with phones oh, yeah, in yeah. a bar or whatever. Uh, I don't know. He, well, I would say I'm. I would do the same. Way closer really... to that. I'm like a two or three. So you're a couple steps over Russell Crowe who throws not gonna phones th- at people. You know, like those old like the the phones that you could slam, uh, like the he picked up the yeah. Oh, he, he picked would, up the base. He would of it? pick that up and use it as like a. Oh, he's a yeah. monster. I mean, it's like Russell Crowe, Hitler. They probably shouldn't have talked. Stalin. To oh my God. No, Paul no, no, no. Plot. What? These too are too soon. I don't know, man. I'm just trying to get the spectrum oh together. God. I was but, thinking, but, like... but, but one thing that we both can agree on. <laughs> Jay Allen is the is on the he opposite would be the, side. He would he's be, the ten. He's the Mother Teresa of of the uh, local twenty twenty threes or whatever twenty twenties. Yes, she's dead. She's long dead. He has taken that mantle. Yeah, he, dr- he doesn't wears it dress quite similarly, but they're close. Close, but uh, yeah, he's the new Mother Teresa. Yeah, and I am far like, away. You're in another room. We don't. It's not. He's enjoying the buffet. You're parking cars. I don't even know what that means. I'm. I think I would be stealing the cars. <laughs> I don't know what this metaphor is. I don't know but either. I feel like I wouldn't I be doing like, a good job. I feel as like a I'm valet. In a, I'm in like a James Bond movie, and and anyway, um, <laughs> we're gonna take another break and listen to some music so we can finally get beyond whatever nonsense we've been talking about. It's not nonsense. I enjoy it, but you know what I'm saying. I agree. Okay. The years look kind of funny. You hold them in your teeth like a dark god above you. You're underneath his feet, speaking every word like eyes across a page, like someone else who holds you up with some old-fashioned rage. Your hand is closing You're over me And I am Am I wrong to wanna Wanna be That man
On the break, we listened to your kind of stripped-down version of alternate, that man. Alternate version, uh, yeah. I guess we would call it. Sure. And I love it. I love... I mean, I know... I love the, the full band version of it. And I love this version. It's very sparse and atmospheric. And, it, and, and you really focus on the lyric and the sentiment and the atmosphere and the mood. Like all these things that... Sometimes you can lose in a full band sure. scenario. Because I, I wanted to get to a point where a bunch of the songs, we can do a different version of it. Like we're going to do Here Comes Your Ghost. Um, and that's going to be just Sturgis on the piano and me on the vocal. Awesome. That's it. Yeah. And we might do a harmony or something. We'll, we'll try to get somebody to do a harmony. But um, taking a try application, these, send it to you. Try, try these I wanted to try these different kind of like how how I wrote them. Mm-hmm. So when I when I wrote that man, it was right after I watched I shouldn't say this cuz I just ripped the song off, but I watched uh Crazy Heart with Jeff oh, Bridges. Yeah. Oh my god. And he goes, "The heart's on the loose." And he's he's got his uh his pants unbuckled, I think, and he's lying backwards on a like on his back on a bed at uh Maggie Gyllenhaal's house and he's playing hearts on the loose and he's kind of finger picking. Yeah. You with nothing to lose. And it's a, it's a song by, a, uh, I forgot his name. He's a good artist though. Chip Johnson in this, in, no. in the Sturgis. No, we should, we should probably pause this and then look it up. He's good. Uh, it's a uh, Ryan, um, Gosling. No. Adams. Ryan something. Anyway, uh, he's good, the song. Right? Good song. He wrote the song. Oh. Jeff Bridges sang it in the movie, though, okay. and that's like okay. it, in the movie. It's like his one of his big right. songs. Got you. But he's just playing it, and she's like, "What is that?" And he's like, "I'm just writing it, you know, darling or whatever. I don't know what he says." And then I was like, "Oh, that's a cool like just that pattern of uh-huh. strumming, just that finger picking thing." And so I, when I wrote it, it was like that. And then when we, you know all of the bands that I've played it with and all of the people and it's been, it turns into something else. But then I wanted to go back to the basics of, yeah, this is how I wrote it. It, yeah. it didn't have the, Oh, 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 right. Oh, bits. Right. it's just the song, yeah. how I wrote it. Yeah. Um, right after I watched that movie and stole it. Hold on though. Pause. What I, was the name I, of the movie? Crazy heart. Okay. So the last Ryan Bingham, Ryan Bingham. He's the one out. that he's the one that wrote it. And he's good too. He, so, yeah. Anyway. Crazy Heart. Yes. Crazy Heart. Do you remember the last thing that Jeff Bridges character says when he, I think he sees Maggie and he says something to her. It's the last scene of the movie and he walks away. Do you remember what that line was? No. He says something like something like there's more gas in the tank. I think I got more gas in the tank. In the sense, like you said that yes, the other day with or the uh, the, the it's in my podcast l- came out with AD. The last oh wait what? There's still some gas in the tank. I have you got, that line in the last song that I wrote. What's what's on? Uh, da, 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 uh, the song is gonna be you and you're right. Uh, Na, 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 na. 
Anyway, it's gonna be on the next Sweet Rains record. <laughs> but I ripped that I, line. I love it from that. <laughs> I ripped that line. It's a song about not yeah. being able to write a song. And, That's right. I've heard. The, I've heard this. And the turnaround. Like yes, the turnaround like is. I think there's more yes. gas in the tank, or there's more gas in the tank. I bet, or I think. I don't know what the yeah. lyric is. I, anyway, it's funny that we both we both ripped that, something, something from, from that, from that movie. movie. It's a good movie. And Jeff Bridges. Movie. He's the dude. Come on, he's the best. He's um, incredible. May he live for a thousand years. What other movies inspired you as a writer? I wrote a song. After I saw the movie called Zip, uh, I wrote a song immediately after seeing the movie called Stuck in Love oh. with Greg Kinnear and uh, Logan Lerman, Jennifer Connelly, I think a bunch. Of, but it's like about breakups and get to, huh. getting together and all this stuff. I don't really remember the movie that much. But as soon as the credits were halfway up the screen, I remember this vividly because it was a very weird situation. Um credits were halfway up the up the page or the, up the TV up the screen pause the movie walk from the living room into my office turn on the logic and wrote the song whole into the computer no the next day I went and <laughs> recorded that song with Michael Terry mm. who was a genius and that was the last song on the Evening album. Sin. The album, yeah. Evening Sin. It's called Where I Began. Oh. One of my favorite songs that I've ever done. And it came mm. that mm. from that I just felt something from the movie. It was a good right. movie. It was, you know, right. good movie. And I just felt it and I go, Yep, that's it. That hmm. can and it it was one of those that just came out of the sky and yeah. happened to me. Yeah. That's why I don't think I write songs. You do. I'm not a craftsman. I don't know what the words are. I can't put together a fish from all the parts. I can just get a net and go, yoink, now you're mine. But it's not, I didn't know how to do it. I just, it just happened to me. So I. We that's don't... why I don't feel like I'm an artist. I make art, but I'm not. You're not it's an not, artist. It's not me. You're an artiste. I'm not. Uh, so the anyway. one movie that inspired me not to write a song, but it inspired me to name a record that I did. Go on. I so when I was making the '80s record, I don't know. This was uh, ten, 10 years ago. I watched Midnight in Paris, the Woody Allen film. So good. So good. Oh. And I'm I like I don't know a ton of Woody Allen films. It's I it's one of his top forty five films. It's gotta be, right? So good. But the concept, hold on. I was make I was reinterpreting songs from the eighties. Uh there's um uh what's on there? Uh Boys is Summer, um uh, I fuck, I don't even remember. Anyway, I made this little acoustic EP, yeah. In my, I was crashing in in a house uh, downtown. I was broke. I, I I all I had was a M box interface and like one microphone. I had a weird condenser. Everybody started on an M box. Everybody starts on an M box. <laughs> Get an M box. You want to make some hits? M box <laughs> hits. Yes. <Hits. laughs> 
and I just invited my friends over. You know, Todd Shuba is on it, and Adam Armijo, and <sighs> and Mario, and we made this funky little record. But I didn't have a name for it, and I didn't. I didn't know what it was. It, it was just what I wanted at the time. Anyway. Was it called The Golden Age? No, it was called La Belle Époque. Ah. And the concept of looking so, back yes. fondly. Yes. Yeah, The Golden Age, yes. La Belle Époque, you know. And I, yeah. So that's that's the last time that a movie inspired something that, from me. Well, you know? first of all, the soundtrack on, on that oh, movie it's is killing. so good. It's yeah. mostly just that guitar. Yeah. The flamenco kind of guitar. No, no. Are you thinking of... Um, Life Aquatic? No, Midnight in Paris. Okay. He's got a nylon string guitar. Because Life Aquatic. Is it Jalbim playing David Bowie on that a nylon? Great. That one's great. Incredible. No, this is like this is like Maybe it's not finger picked uh nylon string guitar is most of Midnight in Paris. Yeah. So and he do- oh it's a brilliant movie. Watch it. Midnight in Paris. I've seen it seven t- eight, ten times. 1927. It was one of the 32. One of the only uh, movies where Rachel McAdams yes. is so unlikable. Yes. I was how, like, like, why? How did she She's do that? She's so cute. She's so likable. It's so likable. I met her. She's what? so likable. She's super nice. And she's such. I didn't talk to her for very a long. Drag. You know. In that in movie. In that movie. She's, uh, but that's acting, man. Uh, she's, is that what so they call good. that? I don't know. I've never done it. Not a good actor. It really was incredible, that movie. You know what bugs me, though, sometimes is thinking, like, I might be a really good actor, but I don't care. I don't, I don't try it. I'm not like... Well, what are you going to do? You're going to act in some commercials? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. But I might be... Re- it's one of those things, like, I might be really good at something if I gave it the treatment. Like, if I gave it 10,000 hours or if I, uh, if I really right. wanted to go, like, I'm going to start writing jokes. I'm going to start doing uh. bits. That's I'm gonna do like stand up. Yeah. I could go, you know, if I what, had your the fucking off nights. When are you too, gonna do this? Well, I'm too old now, but like, if I really wanted to give it a try, could you go be a, like decent? I wouldn't be good. I wouldn't be like. And what would be the point? I mean, I'm just asking. I'm, I'm not saying anything. But there, I think there are very few things that compare to getting a big laugh from mouth words something that you said made everybody laugh really hard and then you tag it you you have multiple uh and you can escalate that and i don't think there's very many feelings that are as good as that you can crack people up right i'm just thinking about you know whatever scrolling through uh if i'm doom scrolling and uh, <laughs> I always stop on Bill Burr yep. and Dave Chappelle. Yep. There are a bunch. Norm is oh, one yeah. of mine. Yeah. Go. Yeah. yeah. Um, Chappelle. Chappelle. Chappelle has to be the go. Chappelle. Just because. Can just say one word. He, I, go, he can go, word. And everyone <laughs> loses it. Everybody loses And I lose it. Me too. He's the, I, think he's, <sighs> I think he's the best ever because the amount yeah. Of output. Yeah. Norm's got two specials and then his uh, dying special. Oh, God. Which was like him in a computer and he was just doing his act and there was no audience and he was just getting the material out there into the world. God, Before bless, he God bless him for that. He knew he was going. Yeah. And he goes, I'm just going to record this for posterity or whatever. 
um, he did a bunch of those sets. Like I, I listened to bootleg Norm. I listened oh to stuff God. that was like somebody's iPhone in their pocket in Connecticut in yeah. 2017. And uh, there's a lot of the same set. And uh-huh. he's he's just kind of messing around. And he's but he's so brilliant. <laughs> but the it's a little but, oblique. But for Dave's me. got like. Uh, 15. Oh my God. You're like, how are you and coming up with show? this amount I mean, of stuff? Iconic, iconic. I can't, you can't think of oh Prince and not think of his mm. sketch with Panca- Charlie Murphy. Pancakes. Yeah. He's going to make people pancakes and he's going to do it. He's really good at basketball. Ch- challenge him. <laughs> challenge him. The funny I thing mean, is, the funny uh, thing is, he and Rick would, James, you I mean, hear, but you hear that from people about Prince. Was yeah, that he did that stuff. He was a baller. He would be like, "I'm gonna make you pancakes," <laughs> and he's like, "Okay, all right, Prince, I guess." Blouses, <laughs> and then he would go make pancakes. Iconic, like, probably really good at making pancakes. Yeah. yeah, and then also good at basketball, even though he was four eleven. Yeah, he's a small man. Oh my god! All I want to do is to uh, to cuddle the the skeleton. <laughs> what? Of the tiny prince. I think... Because uh, I'm just, I think we got it. I'm so so much bigger than him. That's the point. No, you would so crush... Be, you would crush him. Like in a beautiful, <laughs> sweet, endearing way. His bones would be dust. I like that I, we get to the point where I say, I want to spoon the bones of... <laughs> dead prince and you say i think we i think we can wrap it up i think we this is this another red, successful the, podcast the red light is on we should all go home now i think we got it i think we got I think it all of your thoughts are on the outside of you now and uh that's call it a day well matthew it's always always a pleasure i respect you as an artist as as a songwriter as a band leader i know how hard uh, that can be you found an incredible crew of musicians to realize your dream and to realize these songs you work damn you work your ass off uh and your dedication to it to the life you know, raising four boys, it, it really is, it really is inspiring. Whether you see it like that or not, that's, that's not, it's not important. <laughs> no, that but, means a lot. I, I but, appreciate you saying that. I think it is like you and uh, AD talked about the other day. Um, I really resonated with that conversation a lot because you, you were talking about like, it's something that you have to do. No, it's not, it's not a choice really. Right. Um, I mean, it never really was ever. It, I might, I may have said this in every podcast I've ever done. How many? I don't know. Oh, I mean, even just with you, but like other ones, I think the way that I like to look at that life is, yeah, it's a vocation. It's, I don't know if I'm called to do it. I don't know if, does a beaver enjoy cutting down trees <laughs> with his face to stop running water because he digs it? No, running oh. water. He he he's moseying on through the forest and he and yeah. he sees a creek and he goes, "No. Fuck that creek. Absolutely not." And then he starts gnawing with his face to cut down a tree yeah. and then he makes a den, he does a whole thing. It's like 
Does he enjoy this? I, I don't know. Oh, so so you were the beaver? Yes. With music? I don't know if I enjoy it or not. I have you, to do it. do it. You this do is my job. It. This is why I'm here. Uh, I don't have a choice. Uh, I don't care if it's cold. Did, I don't care if it's hot out. Did you did you ever want to did you ever intentionally step away from music? No. I don't ha- I don't have that option. Well, even as a kid or whatever, I mean before making babies and and did you ever no. were you ever at odds with it? No. 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 I don't it's not it's not optional. Right. Hmm. It's what I, it's the only thing that I do oh. and it's what I do. And I'm not even, when I started, I was terrible. I wasn't good at it. I have friends that started when they were, and they were good at it. They were like, Oh, I'm amazing at piano. And I go, what? Oh my God. What was it? Why? What? Well, were they or no? <laughs> yeah. Oh, they were. Oh yeah. Oh. And I was, I still, my level of, uh, I'm an okay guitar player. I'm a good rhythm player, but my you do level some rakes of now and then. knowledge of <laughs> some swells, the, the, a couple of swells. I don't know, a couple of rakes, but I, my knowledge of music is zero. I've known almost know. nothing about everything. Do you feel bad about that? No, yeah, I but I got because yeah. I got good at singing though. Oh right. Oh, is that what we have? Do we have? Do I have that? That's, yes, that's all you have. That is true. That is all I have. And then you have people that people want to listen to you sing so that you can get really good players to be in your band. That's what I've done. Is that what it is? Yeah. So I trick people into being in my band that are way better than I am. Yeah. And then I go, oh, yeah, I'm in here too. Yeah. Here I am. Um, Do some ranks. But the har- I think the hard part is the write and sing songs that mean something and don't compromise much of that. Oh. But yeah, I feel bad for everyone <laughs> that has to play with me or listen to us or <laughs> Don't bring that, me it's like, Don't it's like, bring me into it's like this. I I don't want to I don't necessarily want to be doing this. I have to do this. Right. And then I have to ch- try to inflict it on as many people as possible because that seems like the business plan. I don't know. But I I love everyone who listens and I want the only thing that connects me to people is not the only thing. I won't say the only thing, but a huge connection machine is music. Uh-huh. You can take a stranger and play a song and connect. And now you're not strangers and you've never met yet. You meet them after the show, they go Hey, that's uh, whatever that song was. It really affected me, and I really like it. And there is a magic to it, and that's something that I don't want to lose. But I don't. It don't. It doesn't matter. Uh, I just have to keep doing it. I have to keep cutting down trees with my face, and just doing it, and that's it. Well, and we're all gonna die pretty soon, (laughs) and that'll be it. And then we'll all go back into the source consciousness and we'll all merge back with the tree and uh, and then they'll go like so what did you do and i'll go oh my god can we just not talk about it anymore <laughs> <laughs> and that's <laughs> how you end a conversation <laughs> i love you
Love you, buddy. Love you too, buddy. Cheers. Uh, can't wait to hear all the stuff. I love it. I love it. I love that you're <clears throat> on the verge of sharing all this music. And Boy, you, I, I got it. Go on. Sorry. Well, and, and, and where can people find it eventually when it when it comes out? It'll be everywhere. It'll be Spotify, Apple Music, Final YouTube. Station. We're going to try to do all this stuff. You, I have to say, just before we go, you are um, an invaluable part of the process. I send things to you right before it's too late to change anything. And you're one of the only people that's uh, a very, a very, very short list. Um, I send it to you and I get your opinion on it and I go, can we fix it? What, what does it need? Does it, you know, and, and you have, you're honest and you give me great notes, give me great feedback. And I know that if I send something to you and you really like it, that I'm onto something. So this is a huge thing that, uh, musicians need to do for each other is to be very honest with each other. Yeah. And you're that sounding board for me and I can't thank you enough. It's a huge, um, part of the process of writing and recording and doing all this stuff is like, and I'm fine with like, if I like it, that's good. But I, sometimes (laughs) you lose your mind and you go, I don't know if this is this good. Should I just get a food truck (laughs) and like make breakfast tacos for everyone? And then you go, Hey, there's something to this. This is pretty good. Put this out. I go, okay, now I'm onto something or, You've got all. You've always got good feedback and good ideas and well. Notes. I, I, I will just say this, and uh, you know, I, I, first of all, I'm honored that you that you share these, you know, not demos, but 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 things that aren't fully realized, right? It's not fully realized, right? And I know that that's hard to do. That's hard for me to do. But you are also on my short list of people that I feel comfortable sharing. This is a, a this is shrapnel. This is a right. a shard of this thing, or this is a, a scrap, you know. And I respect your opinion in in the same way. And we've had these conversations, kind of going back and forth about, you know, is this working? Is this not working? And I just want you to know that I, I'm 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 always impressed, not only with your writing and your vocal performance and in your guitar playing, but your band and your vision. And when I, when you hear something that is ninety nine point nine percent cooked, the 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 easy part is to is to put a producer hat on and say, well, I I yeah. now you get to nitpick like that's that's a luxury. Sure. And so it's not like oh fuck, right. uh, God, you got to replace this, you got to do this. It's yeah, too maybe, fast. The key is wrong. <laughs> you know, all maybe that shit. write another chorus, <laughs> right, or a bridge or whatever. I mean, it's not right. like that. It's just. You have a vision. I, I love being a part of it. Anyway, I'm very excited for the EP and and the record and and the and the the B side versions and everything. I, I feel like you know you've been working so hard on this stuff for long time. Long time, and, and we we get to benefit from it. So, cheers, man. Love you, buddy. Love you. Thanks for spending the time. Thanks and, for having uh, me. Thanks for sharing the tunes and and well, I'll talk to you. Uh, Probably later tonight. <laughs> <laughs>